All right, Alexander, let's talk about what is happening in the Middle East. And uh, let's discuss how Biden has been taken out of the the decision-making process, or at least the briefing, the information process. That's the way it looks. Uh, the the Biden administration doesn't seem too, too confident in briefing Biden as to what is happening, specifically with the warships that are in the Middle East. And um, the reports that those ships are being attacked, though, the information is it's a bit hazy as to what exactly is happening with uh, these attacks on these ships. And uh, that's probably deliberate in order to prevent Biden from from expanding this conflict. Anyway, what are your thoughts about this revelation with Biden and uh, in the Middle East? You're, you're absolutely correct. The information is beyond hazy. I mean, it, it's very difficult to work out what's going on. But reportedly, uh, the Houthis in Yemen, of course, in, aligned with Iran and supporting the uh, 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 the Palestinians in Gaza. Anyway, the the, the um, Houthis have been firing rockets at Israel, that we know, but apparently they've also been launching attacks, according to these reports anyway, they've been launching attacks on commercial shipping in the Red Sea. And and remember, the Red Sea is an important access point. It's um, the exit point, an entry point of the Suez Canal. So it's a major you know, transport corridor, but apparently there's been... Supposedly, there's been some attacks on commercial shipping there. A U.S. destroyer, the USS Kearney, has been involved. There's apparently been possible attacks on the USS Kearney itself, which it has been able to parry. But, you know, we're not being told very much about this. But the big story, and we're getting it principally from Politico, But now National Review and others have weighed in. But the big story is that someone in the administration, somebody important in the administration, has decided that the president himself should not be provided with formal briefings about what is actually going on in the Red Sea. So a decision has been made that Biden, the president of the United States, the commander-in-chief should not be briefed about attacks, not just on commercial shipping, but military engagements involving a destroyer of the US fleet. Now, that is extraordinary, and it begs many, many questions. And the obvious explanation to this is the one that we go, we've gone back to, goes back to the various... Um, programs that we've made about this Middle East crisis. What are all these warships doing in the Middle East? And we suggested in various programs that they were sent to the Middle East with the ultimate intention of launching some kind of strike at Iran. It's clear to me now that that must have been the case. Because some people in the administration who have decided that a strike on Iran and an escalation of the crisis in the Middle East and an expansion of the war are not in U.S. interests, are keeping this information from the president. 
In other words, it looks to me as if it was the president himself who decided to move all these warships to the Middle East. In fact, I mean, if you understand the American chain of command, that makes absolute sense. It was the president who took that decision. It was the president who probably envisaged that they would be used in the way that I said for a potential strike against Iran and that there are some people in the administration, in the US government, who not wanting a possible strike against Iran or against the Houthis, which might eventually lead to a strike against Iran, that they are now keeping information away from the president. I mean, that is my best reconstruction of this. And National Review, by the way, came to a very similar reconstruction to mine, though they did this from the opposite perspective to the one that we have, because National Review is one of those publications which ultimately does want to see a strike on Iran. But anyway, there we are. So um, it, 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 it tells you how dangerous this situation is, what the ultimate purpose of these naval deployments was, and the fact that there are some people in the administration who don't trust the president in this kind of crisis to make what they consider to be a correct decision and are keeping information away from him. Yeah, they understand that uh, if Biden was, was allowed to make decisions, we'd probably be in, in a World War III situation. So they said better not tell him anything and, and just let him do what he does without knowing uh, what's actually going on. It makes perfect, yes. perfect sense. Um, how is this? Well, well, this is very different from uh, the the deep state disobeying Trump during his final uh, days in office with, uh, I believe it was with Syria, where Trump uh, told uh, the military to, to move the troops out of Syria and and the military, they disobeyed him. But that was like during the last week or two of of Trump's presidency. So, so, so this is a this is a big deal. This is very different than the way they disobeyed Trump. This is the diametric opposite to that. I mean, what happened then was that the deep state um, sa uh, sabotaged an Ameri uh, the president's order. Uh, the, the president actually specifically ordered troops to be withdrawn from Syria. So they sabotaged that order um, in order to maintain and expand a military presence in Syria, which is, in effect, prolonging a conflict there. This is some people in the US government, probably including members of the deep state, doing the diametric opposite, Pre keeping information from the president in order to prevent him making an order which might result in an escalating and out-of-control conflict in the Middle East. In the first case, in other words, it was intended to prolong a conflict. In this case, it is intended to prevent a conflict. Yeah. All right. Um, is, is there anything else uh, to discuss with this, well, I, uh, I, I, with this situation? I, 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 um, I, I would say straight away it tells us how dangerous the situation still is. The fact that all these warships are still in the Middle East, how dangerous that is, how the potential 
for them to be used in alarming ways uh, um, is. But it also tells us something else, that there are people within the administration who don't trust the president. Now, that is catastrophic. <laughs> and uh, it, it is in itself a sign of how dysfunctional the government of the United States currently is. But it also tells us a lot about what some people feel about the president, that given a choice between a policy of restraint and discipline and calculation, such as Trump did show. I mean, you remember when there was the Soleimani affair, he, he, he established a back channel with the Iranians and actually acted to defuse that crisis. That people often forget, that they don't trust the president to do that thing, that very thing, and that they fear that if the president is given uh, freedom to act, he will involve the United States in an even greater crisis. I wonder if these are the same people that are uh, putting pressure on Netanyahu to, I to suspect, get to some well, uh, prolonged ceasefire. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think it is. I think they are. And I think at the moment that they are the ascendant group within the administration. And I suspect that they're backed by most of the people in the State Department and by most of the people in the Defence Department. But don't make the mistake of thinking that these people are moderates. It's just that they understand that the kind of crisis that we might find ourselves in in the Middle East is potentially an uncontrollable one and could have catastrophic outcomes. So, you know, this is a very dangerous situation. And these reports, the one in Politico and National Review, tell us how dangerous the situation actually is. Oh, yeah, and you have uh, Netanyahu coming out pretty much on a daily basis, uh, speaking to, to the hardliners. And the people yeah, that absolutely. want to escalate and would like uh, would like Biden to give the orders for these warships to to start attacking the Houthis or, or Iran yes. or something like yes. that. Because every day, Netanyahu, pretty much every day, he's coming out with statements warning uh, Hezbollah and Lebanon and Iran. And uh, it seems like 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 he's 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 hoping for for a widening out of of the conflict. That's exactly that is exactly correct. That is exactly what he wants to do. From his point of view. Uh, that is the only way, I think, that Netanyahu can be confident or at least can believe that he might be able to come out and top out of this crisis. I mean, he's under enormous pressure within Israel itself. Um, the Gaza operation is proving protracted and very difficult and is causing massive reputational damage to Israel. And the only way that he can extricate himself from that is by expanding the war. And he's, he believes, he's got good reason to believe that there are people in the United States, in Washington, who would like that. And there are other people in Washington who understand what a disaster that would be and who are acting to try to restrain him. And we know that those people who want to avoid a wider war in the Middle East don't trust the president of the United States on this question. They're having a hard time restraining Netanyahu, that's for sure. But they can keep Biden in the dark. Well, for the that, moment, that, they that's can. easy for to the do, moment. it seems. <laughs> well, yeah. well, for the moment, they can. Yeah. Except, of course, the point about these leaks, presumably, was that they, my guess is that they are 
They, they were put out there by the hardliners, the one who wants to expand the war, in order to alert Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the, the media wants, wants, wants a widening out of the conflict, absolutely, yeah. And then they're controlled by the neocons and the hardliners, okay. Makes sense. All right, we'll leave it there. The Duran.locals.com. We are on Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, Telegram, Rockfin, and uh, Twitter X. And go to the Duran shop. 20% off. Use the code the Duran20. Take care.